Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Predictably Irrational, The Hidden Forces That Shape Our Decisions. Before we begin our introduction, imagine this, you are in a Louis Vuitton store. You see a lovely bag, but you don't feel the impulse to buy it. A sales assistant approaches and says, we are having a promotion today, you'll get a free gift if you buy this bag. Now, you begin to desire it a bit more, but not to the extent that you decide to purchase it. Seeing your indecisiveness, the sales assistant starts to introduce the bag's history and design inspiration, and suggests that you try holding it to see how it looks. You are then given an irresistible piece of information, this bag is a limited edition, and the one you are holding is actually the only one in your region. After hearing this, you don't hesitate anymore. You happily pay whatever it costs and genuinely feel that your taste has gone up a notch with the purchase of this bag. Now let's review what has happened here. You were rational when you first entered the store, but after the conversation with the sales assistant, your rationality seems to have vanished. What kind of a shift did your brain undergo to make the final purchasing decision? In fact, such phenomena are not uncommon in daily life. And this is the primary question that this book aims to answer. This book examines some common phenomena in daily life from the perspective of behavioral economics to reveal irrational factors in human behavior. Unlike traditional economics, behavioral economics requires extensive experiments to test its arguments. Traditional economics assumes that people are rational that we calculate and weigh the pros and cons each time we need to make a choice, and that we always choose the best option. However, behavioral economics points out that we are far less rational than presumed in traditional economics theories. In addition, our irrational behaviors are repetitive, systematic, and predictable. That's exactly what is stressed in the book's title Predictably Irrational. The language style of this book is in line with Ariely's personality. He is a very humorous person, as you can see from his popular TED Talk. When Ariely was younger, an explosion left 70% of his body with third-degree burns, and he spent years undergoing a painful recovery. But this experience allowed him to reflect on people's decisions and how they are often irrational. In order to find out why this is the case, Ariely began his pursuit in the study of behavioral economics. As an Israeli-American, by the age of 31, he was already a professor at MIT. Later, he went to Duke University and has been serving as a professor there to this day. By 2019, Ariely has published six best-selling books on the subject of irrational behaviors. We also have a bookie for one of his other books The Upside of Irrationality, The Unexpected Benefits of Defying Logic at Work and at Home. We welcome you to listen to it later if you are interested. In Predictably Irrational, Ariely uses the findings of many experiments to explain the external and internal reasons for irrational behaviors, as well as how to avoid them. Next up, we'll cover the major content of this book in the following three sections. Part 1, External Causes of Irrational Behaviors. Part 2, Psychological Causes of Irrational Behaviors. Part 3, 
How to avoid irrational behaviors? First of all, let's look at the external causes of irrational behaviors. The first common external cause is what we can call the trap of relativity. We are not talking about Albert Einstein's theory of relativity here which is often used to explain physical phenomena in the universe. We are talking about relativity in the sense that merchants often use in their pricing strategies. As is common practice in daily life, merchants often display different models of similar products together. The prices are set in a way that one product appears to be a much better deal compared to the others, so customers are more likely to buy this product, which is exactly the one the merchant wants to sell. Consumers believe that they've made the most cost-effective choice after comparing the products, but they've fallen into the trap of relativity set up by the merchant. Consider this example, a merchant puts three televisions of different brands and sizes together on display. From left to right, the first one is a 36-inch Panasonic for $690, the second one is a 42-inch Toshiba for $850, the third one is a 50-inch Philips for $1,480. So which one would you choose if you needed a new television for your home? Probably the 42-inch one. And the logic is quite straightforward, it's almost half the price of the 50-inch one, and it costs only a little more than the 36-inch one. So the 42-inch television appears more competitive compared with the 50-inch television, which in essence is the merchant's decoy. The author calls such a phenomenon the decoy effect. Another manifestation of the trap of relativity is that we often compare ourselves with others and see them as a benchmark for our self-evaluation. Imagine this. You've worked for the same company for three years, and your monthly salary has increased from $1,000 to $5,000. This is something you feel good about. However, one day you learn that a young coworker who only recently joined your department also receives a monthly salary of $5,000. How would you feel? Chances are you'll immediately lose your enthusiasm for work. So we can see that while relativity can help us make decisions, it can also negatively impact our feelings when it comes at the wrong time. Let's now move on to the second external cause of irrational behaviors, the role of the market. And here by market, we mean merchants in particular. To understand this point, let's first look at a case study. In the 1970s, the most prosperous divas in New York City began to wear a kind of jewelry that nobody had ever seen before, black pearl necklaces. Such necklaces were displayed in store windows on Fifth Avenue with outrageously high price tags attached. You'd think the necklace must be shiny and fascinating, right? Well, in fact, the black pearls lacked radiance. They were gray and dark like musket balls and simply not attractive at all. No one had actually cared about black pearls until their sudden popularity, and the businessmen who created this business had failed to make a single sale. Now you may wonder, so how could they be sold at such an outrageous price in New York? Were the customers out of their minds? The actual reason behind it is that a legendary jeweler adopted an unusual marketing strategy to sell black pearls. Besides displaying them in high-end jewelry store windows, he also commissioned advertisements in the most influential fashion magazines. In the ads, black pearls were set among diamonds, rubies, and emeralds, glowing beautifully. So what was the trick in his marketing strategy? 
The trick lies in that he anchored the price of black pearls to those of diamonds, rubies, and emeralds. Anchoring refers to the phenomenon that we anchor ourselves to initial information when we evaluate the price of a particular product. In the black pearl case, New Yorkers had never seen black pearls before, so they couldn't put a price to it. But as black pearls were displayed beside diamonds and other gems tagged with a whopping price, the first impression that many got were that black pearls were as precious as those other gems. As a result, they accepted the price that the jeweler set for black pearls. In daily life, merchants often influence consumers' price expectations through anchors like suggested retail prices, advertised prices, promotions, and so on. Consequently, customers are prone to make similar irrational purchases as mentioned in the previous case. Merchants never rely on just one marketing strategy. Giving away free items is another powerful selling trick. To observe just how effective free giveaways can be, the author did an experiment. He began selling two kinds of chocolates on campus, lint truffles for 15 cents and Hershey's kisses for 1 cent. First, some background information is necessary. Lint is produced by a Swiss firm that has been blending fine cocos for 160 years, and their chocolate truffles are particularly beloved by customers. Hershey's Kisses on the other hand are rather ordinary, but not bad. When these two kinds of chocolates were sold side by side, most customers acted rationally by choosing lint truffles in spite of their higher price after evaluating the qualities of both. Interestingly though, when the prices of the two types of chocolate were both lowered by one cent, the majority of customers chose Kisses instead. The shift happened because by lowering the price one cent, Hershey's Kisses became free, while Lint Truffles still cost 14 cents. People simply love free stuff, and merchants can always take advantage of that to promote their products in various ways, luring customers to make irrational purchases. Finally, let's turn to the third cause of irrational behaviors, confusing social and market norms. We all live in two worlds simultaneously, one characterized by social norms and the other characterized by market norms. What counts as social norms? Let's consider some common scenarios in life. When your neighbor locks herself outside her apartment and stays in yours for one night, would you ask for a fee? Or when your mother-in-law cooks a delicious Thanksgiving dinner, would you pay her $400? We all need others' favors, big or small, and we are also ready to help others at any time. But we would never calculate the prices of such favors. Social norms are in effect when people give one another help, service, and benefits without asking for any instant reciprocal payback. Asking for a favor from your neighbor when you run into difficulties, inviting a friend for dinner, and similar things are all in the realm of social norms. On the contrary, market norms follow the law of money, each service or task requires a corresponding payment. When we mix social and market norms, we behave inappropriately. For instance, if your mother-in-law prepares a Thanksgiving dinner and you pay her $400 for it, your behavior would be regarded as inappropriate. This is because you are trying to adopt market norms to a situation governed by social norms. Let's take another example. You are a man having dinner with a lovely woman, and you constantly mention how much you paid for that dinner. In this case you are introducing market norms to the world of social norms, 
something which would surely hurt your relationship. Having said that, the appropriate introduction of social norms into areas dominated by market norms can sometimes offer more incentive than money. Increasingly more companies now realize this. They provide their employees with various benefits, and each creates a distinctive corporate culture so that their employees can have a sense of identity and belonging. Google for example leads the trend of such practices. Also, think about some particular professions, such as firefighters, policemen, doctors, and teachers. Many people choose these professions not out of a desire for a higher salary but their personal sense of pride and responsibility in their work. This also reflects the incentive force of social norms. That concludes the first part, the three external causes of irrational behaviors. First, merchants use the relativity trap to set price decoys, luring customers to buy particular products. Similarly, we often compare ourselves with others and see them as a benchmark for our self-evaluation. Second, in the commodity market, merchants use the effect of anchoring and give away free items to influence our purchase decisions. Third, if we confuse social and market norms and adopt them in wrong situations, we behave inappropriately. But when appropriately introduced into areas dominated by market norms, social norms can sometimes offer more incentive than money. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.